What it comes down to is putting your goals on paper, putting them out into the world so that they can come true for you. If you can dream it and if you can visualize it, then that means it's possible. Hey, you're listening to The Shiro Show. I'm Kelsey, your host and marketing mentor. I got my start in business rebranding my family's seasonal fireworks stand, naming it Titty Titty Bang Bang. After being undervalued as a nine to fiver in corporate, I started Shiro's in 2018. Since then, I've built an online and in-person community of thousands of female founders, worked with hundreds of clients, and learned a few hard lessons along the way. Think of this podcast as free and less intimidating business school where you can steal my MBA knowledge to get effective and applicable strategies without the huge price tag. Tune in each week for raw conversations about life and lessons in entrepreneurship with myself and trusted guest experts that will help you scale your business without sacrificing your life in the process. So grab a coffee or a glass of wine and get ready to dive in. Hello, and welcome back to The Shiro Show. I think I've told this story a few times, but I am excited to tell it again because it's truly so powerful when you visualize things in your business so that you can get clear on what you want and have your best year yet. So that's what we're going to talk about today how to avoid burnout, and have success in a very sustainable way. Rewinding back to 2019, it was the end of the year and I was going through my big post-it notes that I always use to map out my plans for the year. I was seeing what I had accomplished, seeing what kind of fell off and I didn't put my focus into And I was completely shocked when I saw that in December of 2018, when I was putting together my goals, I had put in Q4 of 2019 that I was going to take a trip to Nashville, Tennessee and attend the CMAs. Now, I am a huge country music fan and going to the CMAs has been a bucket list item, especially because I could only imagine how expensive tickets were to get there, but I could not believe my eyes because as I was reviewing and seeing like what I had accomplished, I realized that, holy shit, my brother and I went to Nashville and went to the CMAs for his birthday in November of 2019. And I am not kidding. Like I had no idea that I even put this on my goals for the year when I booked the ticket. I had no idea because let me tell you, I put these things on the big post-it notes. And then after I did that, I wrapped them up and I put them in a closet, never to be seen again. (laughs) So you may be thinking like, okay, well then what the hell is even the point? The point is visualization and getting clear on 
what you want and when it's going to happen. This is a perfect example. Call it divine intervention. The universe is listening, God coming through, whatever you believe in. But I truly believe that what it comes down to is putting your goals on paper, putting them out into the world so that they can come true for you. If you can dream it and if you can visualize it, then that means it's possible. Now, not everything is going to just magically fall into place for you. Most things take hard work, maybe a little bit more planning. If I hadn't made enough money in 2019, buying a ticket, not only to go to Nashville, but attend the CMAs would have never been possible. So it all takes work. And sometimes it's not necessarily up to you to figure out how things are going to happen, but just work towards making them happen, work towards putting them into place. Some of you may have seen You may know that I recently launched an in-person networking event called the Boise Breakfast Club. Now, I have been dreaming about this idea since early 2020. I knew that it was going to be a thing. I knew that I was going to make it happen. 2020, that was three years ago. The execution clearly did not happen overnight. But it has been something that I have been envisioning for several years now. And I didn't originally see it clearly. I just knew it was an idea that I wanted. And I didn't know how things were going to come together. But Last year, the name of the community finally came to me, and so I knew it was time to kick my ass into gear. I knew that I needed to make it happen because all of the pieces had slowly come together for me. So I put together a plan of attack, and that is how it came together. Like, I put my plan together in October of last year of 2022. And I launched the Instagram in November. And then I started putting together an influencer event for January and December. I took quick and messy action. Everything wasn't perfect, but I knew that I just needed to start taking action because it was a vision of mine and I couldn't put it to the side anymore. Now, I'm sure you're a lot like me and you have all of these thoughts and ideas and dreams that float around in your head on a daily basis. They're not doing you any good locked up in your brain. You've got to extract those things and write them down because you might forget them. I guess if you forget them, then they're not that important in the first place, but it's so much more powerful if you write them down and visualize these things happening in your life so that you can actually start creating plans for them to happen. 
the more that you think about these ideas, the more clear they will become and the easier it will be for you to actually make them become a reality for you. So before you get spooked by the plan, I want you to know that I don't mean you need to have every single piece and every single detail written out for what you want to do and when. Clearly, both of these examples that I just gave you are not that at all. What I mean and what I want you to do is that When you put an idea of where you want to go just down on paper, it's going to become a lot easier to set the small goals for yourself to help you get there and to help you actually create that thing. Having a vision for your life gives you a North Star and a reminder on the days that suck of why you're doing the really hard things. I've had plenty of days that I just do not want to work. (laughs) I'm sure you have as well. But reminding myself of, okay, I get to do this because I get to do this because I'm building this bigger thing. It's going to push you through. And if your vision changes, that's okay too. Mine has definitely shifted throughout the years of owning my own business. The reason that I started this business is not the reason that I continue moving forward in this business. So it's okay. And it's also pretty easy for you to go back to the drawing board and adjust your plans if necessary. If things aren't working, if things aren't feeling aligned, you have to remember that you are the captain of your ship. So you get to reroute however you want. One of my favorite quotes that I love and that I also think about when I'm creating my vision is from Oprah. And she says, create the highest, grandest vision possible for your life because you become what you believe. You may have heard this a time or two, but our brains don't know the difference between our imagination and our reality. So there are scientific studies that back this up. I'm not going to whip that out of my back pocket right now, but you can Google visualization and you'll get lots of results that prove this theory. This is exactly why your thoughts and why your beliefs are so powerful and why visualization is essential in helping you achieve your goals. So how do you visualize and create your long-term vision? I want you to grab out a pen and paper if you don't already have one, because this is where you're going to need to take notes. If you're driving, showering, or doing something else, then I urge you to either pause or come back to this later so that you can actually do the exercise that I'm going to take you through right now. I'm going to give you tangible actions that you can take so that you can make 2023 your best year yet and also ensure that you do not burn out along the way of achieving your biggest vision. To start building your plan for the coming year, I 
always think it's a best practice to envision what you want your life to look like three to five years down the line. Because if you are dreaming just for this coming year, it's not going to be big enough. I want you to think huge so that you can start paving the path by doing the smaller things this year to get to that big, hairy, audacious vision that you have for yourself three to five years down the line. So I want you to think and get super specific about what your life looks like in three to five years in terms of your personal life, your health and wellness, your business, your finances. Think about these different areas and dream as big as possible for what your life looks like three to five years from now. I find that this practice is easiest if I'm writing as if I am already there because I like to write my day in the life. Like what is my day in the life going to look like three to five years down the line? It's kind of a cathartic and really fun exercise. And it also may feel really weird thinking that far in advance. So I want to preface by saying that because for some people, like it feels impossible almost like who am I also to dream this big or think that this is possible for me, especially because it's so far away. It kind of feels like intangible, right? But even though it may feel those things, like feel those things, but also say what my friend says, why not you? My friend Gabby, who is in my mastermind says, when those thoughts and when those little weird feelings in your gut bubble up, say back to yourself, like, why not you? Why isn't that possible for you? There's nobody else like you. And so you can do whatever the hell you want. I want you to think, why not you? When those thoughts come up. So not only Is this going to be fun because you get to envision what your life will look like three to five years down the line, but it's also going to help give you the permission slip to not do the things that get you closer to this vision. So as you are going through, start identifying the things that you need to do now. So first, you're going to envision your life three to five years in the future. The second step of this visualization process is to identify what needs to happen first. What are the steps that you need to take in 2023 in order to help get you closer to your three to five year vision? You can put them into different buckets if that feels good for you. Like we chatted about earlier, your personal health, career, finance, et cetera, things like that. If that's easier for you to break down the action steps that you need to take. Now, these goals may still feel really big. So I want you to break them down even further so that you don't get overwhelmed to the point of where you don't do anything at all. (laughs) So make these steps achievable and not too far out of reach. Okay, 
Once you've done that, it's time to start putting the micro goals and actions on the calendar. Sometimes it's easy to look at a spreadsheet and write down all the months and write down all of the things that you have and highlight the months of the year where you are going to work on those things, kind of like a Gantt chart. I personally love to use big post-it notes that I put up on the wall. Each one signifies a quarter of the year, and then I put the months within that quarter, and then I put sticky notes of all of the goals and the things that I need to do within that month. If you want to build a sustainable business where you don't burn out, then you need to build it around your personal life. A lot of business coaches don't teach this, but putting too much on the calendar and overloading yourself in certain areas is a surefire way to burning out. I've been there. So I encourage you to place your big goals, the things that are going to take a lot of work from you and maybe your team during months of the year where you don't have as much personal stuff going on. For instance, if you're getting married or if you are going to have a baby or if you're going to go on vacation, these are not months where you want to put like things that are going to take a heavy lift from you in your business. Save the smaller and easier tasks for those times and maybe nothing at all. I mean, that's okay to not have anything on the calendar. You don't need to fill up all of the blank space of your year. Being realistic is going to help you actually achieve the things that you want. And remember, as I said earlier, if you get off track from this plan that you are creating for yourself, give yourself some grace, cut yourself some slack. Things don't always go as planned, and in fact, they rarely do. So just because you have a plan doesn't mean that you can't erase or cross out or pivot when you need to. A plan actually enables you to do just that. You can update this whenever and wherever you need to and continue to work forward toward that big vision that you have for yourself. Creating this vision, mapping out the action items, and ensuring that nothing is forgotten or left behind is something that we help our clients with. A lot of the times I see people create visions for themselves and I realize that they're not dreaming big enough, like they're playing it safe. And so this is kind of one of my secret weapons, like challenging you to Think and dream bigger because I know that you're capable of massive and really, really great things. If you're needing support, getting clear on where you want to go and what exactly it's going to take in order to get there, then fill out the contact form on our website because this, again, is something that I help my one-on-one clients with. I truly hope that this was helpful for you and that it shed some light on what it takes to build a sustainable business that doesn't leave you trudging through the mud, but instead it gives you the freedom-based lifestyle that you started your business for in the first place. Send me a DM if this message resonated with you. Producing this podcast is a lot of work. 
And I want to make sure that I'm spending my time in areas that are truly benefiting all of you. So if you liked listening to this podcast episode, please reach out and let me know. Thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you next time on the Shiro show. Thank you so much for listening to the Shiro show. Don't forget to check out the show notes for any links and mentions in today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear it. Please take a few moments to leave a five-star rating or review. It would mean the world to me and it'll help us get this podcast into the ears of other people just like you. If you just can't get enough, I'd love to hang out with you on Instagram at WeAreSheRose. Come say hey. I will see you next week on The Shiro Show.